This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Along with millions of people all over America, I'll be breaking the law on Thursday, because I plan to eat Thanksgiving dinner with my family, as many members of my family as we can get together in one place. And we might not even wear any masks. So go right ahead and send out the SWAT team or the National Guard if that's what you want. Come and get me, copper. But if you do, be ready because there's no way you're going to make me surrender my turkey leg or stuffing or mashed potatoes. And don't even think about getting your hands on my cranberry sauce. This isn't going to be one of the holidays like in that poem, over the river and through the woods to grandmother's house we go. No, this is going to be different. This is going to be the holiday where everyone tries to make it to granny's house without being spotted by the police or some nosy neighbor looking to turn you into the COVID-19 police. And this is the year when you don't want to be the one who gives her the coronavirus either, so be careful. And you better watch out for the grandkids too, or those pesky little nieces and nephews, especially if they go to public school, because they've probably been brainwashed by some far-left teachers. You need to watch out, because they probably hate Thanksgiving and the pilgrims too. They're horrified that those poor, oppressed Native Americans could ever have sat down with those terrible pilgrims and eaten dinner with them. Instead of eating with them, they should have scalped all of them and put them back on the Mayflower and sent them back to England. So, as soon as you get to your destination, one of the first things you need to do is offer a bribe to any kids on the premises so they don't call the police on you. Now, most kids can be bribed, and I recommend that you do it just as a precaution. It's well worth a couple of dollars to keep them from turning you in. At the very least, you need to confiscate all of the cell phones from any of the kids just to make sure they can't call the law and rat you out. You know, a lot of people were saying that it would be impossible to develop a vaccine for the virus this fast. Boy, were they wrong. Thank God for President Trump. He deserves a tremendous amount of credit for making it happen. His warp speed program not only saw the vaccine come about in record time, but we now have treatments for COVID-19 if you get it, too. It was an amazing feat. And don't kid yourself. With a Democrat in office, the vaccine would still be a year or more from even being developed, let alone tested, because Democrats are incompetent and they would have done nothing to speed up the process. That's an undeniable fact. Because of the things that President Trump did, the death rate per thousand cases of the coronavirus are way down, and the survival rate is way up. You'd think the left would be happy, but they aren't. Why aren't they happy? Why aren't they celebrating? We don't just have one vaccine, we have at least three. And now the only thing left to do is to make sure it gets out to the people. But the left isn't happy. In fact, a lot of them seem to be very disappointed. 
Is it because New York Mayor Bill de Blasio and Gavin Newsom of California and Gretchen Whitmer of Michigan and Oregon Governor Kate Brown and, of course, Mr. Nursing Home Killer himself, Andrew Cuomo, and so many other idiots on the left, they won't be able to act like dictators once people have taken the vaccine. They really like power, and now they're going to have to give it up. If the vaccine had taken another year or two to develop, I can only imagine what it would be like. Two more years of endless lockdowns, more stupid rules, more businesses going bankrupt. And it doesn't seem to bother them. They seem to like taking away our freedom. Is it because the rules don't apply to them? Is it because they're still able to do what they want? Is it because all of the rules are for us and not for them? And, of course, their elite friends. Don't kid yourself. The radical left, which means most Democrats now, they aren't happy that the vaccines were developed this fast. They never believed it would happen. They never even wanted it to happen. If they just had more time, they could have consolidated their power. They could have made more and more people surrender their freedom. They could have pushed for more equality of outcome instead of equality of opportunity. Donald Trump has ruined everything for them. They hate him more than ever. You get this once-in-a-lifetime crisis, and someone comes along to ruin it for you. Sure, if Rudy G. can't pull off a miracle, then Joe Biden will be the new president. And the left, they'll be a little bit happy. But will it be enough for them? Trump will still be around. He isn't going anywhere. He still will tweet things that are going to make them all crazy. He might even do more rallies. And that just might push them over the edge. The COVID-19 crisis could have been the big one, the one that they'd been waiting for years, the one that would have given them the chance to take over and get rid of America as we know it and replace it with that wonderful authoritarian socialist government that they've been praying for. But that SOB Trump and his crazy warp speed thing ruined everything. And to make it all even worse, Trump used the private sector to do it, not the government. These people are nothing more than petty, small-minded, power-hungry left-wing authoritarians looking for any reason to take complete control of everything. And President Trump stopped them. If this is his last act as President of the United States, it's a great final victory. It's a two-for-one special. You get a vaccine for the virus and save thousands, maybe millions of lives, and you stop de Blasio and Cuomo and Brown and Newsom and Whitner and the rest of the radical left from gaining more power. Does it get any better than that? These people are always searching for reasons to declare a crisis so they can take control. That's what they live for. They just can't leave us alone to take care of ourselves and our families. They'll try to use any excuse to get more power. They want to disarm us, too, so we can't fight them. Watch what they try to do with the Second Amendment over the next couple of years. They keep telling us how noble they are, how much they care, how much they want to take care of us and make us happy. But every action they take tells us that they're lying. They have only their own best interest at heart. Look at the total incompetence of these mayors and governors. Look how they have totally ignored the science. These are the people who always talk about the science and how they follow the science. But in this case, they ignore it. They close schools when the science says don't do it. 
They close businesses when the science says don't do it. They make unnecessary rules when the science says don't do it. These are not smart people, and they aren't good people either. They're small and ignorant, and they don't like us either. Now, Joe Biden and some of his closest advisors are talking about declaring a national emergency to fight climate change. A national emergency. This is crazy. They're crazy. I've talked about this before, about how they want to use climate change to bring about authoritarian socialism. If America had zero carbon emissions right now, it would do nothing to save the planet. It's China and India and Pakistan and other countries that are the problem. And they're doing nothing. Joe Biden knows it, and he doesn't care. He wants to be the guy to do what his old boss, Barack Obama, couldn't do, bring socialism to the United States. So he wants to declare a national emergency to fight a problem that will only accomplish one thing, to change America as we know it. This is one of the reasons why the two Senate races in Georgia are so important. If the Republicans hold these seats, the left can be stopped in their tracks. If they win, it could be the end of America as we know it. It's one of the reasons why looking at the recent election in Georgia is so important. If any cheating took place, we need to know it and how it was done and who did it, so that it can't happen again in January in the special election. If the left is allowed to steal this election, they can steal America. And people like Chuck Schumer say that's exactly what they're going to do. I think we should take them at their word. These people, they never sleep. They spend 24 hours a day plotting their takeover. They probably will be eating Thanksgiving dinner alone. Who'd want to eat with them anyhow, unless they invited some co-conspirators? They could sit and drink wine and talk about a quality of outcome. Don't ever invite them to your house, because they'll probably try to steal your turkey and give it to someone else, someone less fortunate. And they'd make you wear a mask all through the meal and threaten to report you if you didn't. And when they aren't trying to take away your holiday by using the coronavirus, they're telling us that we shouldn't even celebrate Thanksgiving. On MSNBC the other day, a guy named Jason Johnson said he knows people who call Thanksgiving the colonizer Christmas. They say they don't like what Thanksgiving stands for. And another guest said that these colonizers were cannibals. Now that gives a whole new meaning to the words, pass me a leg. They just aren't happy unless they're ruining something. I can't wait to find out what they have in store for Christmas. They've ruined the media, late-night television, movies, and most recently, sports. Now they want to ruin all of our holidays, too. The only thing that seems to make them happy is when there's a pandemic or some other crisis that lets them act like small-time dictators. That makes them very happy. I don't feel comfortable around people who like power that much, especially stupid people who like power. That's a very dangerous combination. Democrats are the party of no fun. They hate it when people are happy. The Pilgrims would never have understood this passion for crisis that the radical left has embraced. They had enough problems in their lives. They didn't need to go out and find things to make things worse. In the first year after landing in America, they lost half the people who had sailed from England. They were pretty incompetent, too, when it came to survival skills. 
They couldn't build decent houses, and they were terrible farmers. They were liberals. It's the only thing that explains it. The pilgrims were dumb liberals who went off to the New World to settle, and they had no clue how they were going to do it. Does this sound familiar? But the Indians, they were even dumber. The Indians could see how inept these people were. But instead of leaving them on their own so they could all die or go back to England, they actually helped them. What were they thinking? They helped the people who would eventually destroy them. It's like moderate Democrats and rhino Republicans giving in to the radical left and helping them. And they do help them, too. And the radical left will eventually destroy them if they get the chance. At least the Indians had an excuse. They needed the help of the pilgrims to teach them how to fight off their enemies, mostly the Narragansett Indian tribe of Rhode Island. So they made a deal. They'd teach the dumb pilgrims how to survive, and the pilgrims would teach them how to fight their enemies. The one good thing that came out of the whole pilgrim experience is that most of the ones who didn't die became conservatives, so it wasn't a total loss. We all know what happened to the Indians, and it wasn't pretty. The Indians actually were taller and better looking and had stronger family lives than the pilgrims, and they were clean, as opposed to the British and the French settlers who never took baths. But they were overrun by these new people coming to their lands, people who considered the Indians to be savages. These dirty short people, people who had beards, including many of the women, had guns and technology and tactics, and they destroyed anything and anyone who got in their way. And yes, after some time, these settlers became civilized, like many of the Indians, and they wrote a constitution and the Bill of Rights, and a great country was born. And now, here we are, 400 years later, and the radical left considers anyone who disagrees with them to be savages, savages who should have no rights. This turn of events should make a lot of Native Americans very happy. These radical leftists love power, and they love being in control. And they're incompetent, too. And if they were left to settle a new land, a wilderness, they would never survive, because they can't build houses or hunt or grow food. But they love to tell us how to live our lives. And now they're trying to take away our holidays, too. But they aren't getting this one. They can try to make rules telling us that we can't have Thanksgiving dinner with our families, but we can tell them to stick their rules where the sun don't shine and get in our cars and drive wherever we want. We'll gather together and give thanks for our families and our freedom. We'll remember the pilgrims and the Indians, too, and say a prayer for all the people who have lost their lives in the pandemic. We'll be sensible and careful but we refuse to give up our freedom. I'm looking forward to sitting in traffic jams with millions of other Americans, Americans who will all be breaking the rules by driving on Thursday to be with our family and friends on this day of Thanksgiving in America in 2020, the 400th anniversary of the Pilgrims landing in America. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone, and I hope I don't meet you in some jail.